It's Bradley Buzzed with Kyla and Jason. Yes, it is Bradley Buzzed with Kyla and Jason. I'm Jason. I'm Kyla. It me. <laughs> and together we are Bradley Buzzed. Usually boy bands would say that together. You ever heard, remember those old commercials? It'd be like, hi, I'm Justin. I'm JC. And I'm we Jill. are. And we are. In sync. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we should start making that our intro. Not. I don't know. Um, yeah, welcome to uh, what episode is this? Number ten. Ooh, the big one zero. Yeah, I think we'd be at like fourteen if we were. Uh, uh, if I were um, proficient <laughs> at editing and getting the stuff done, yes. Steve Velton's gonna come for you. He is. Um, thank God he's getting very close to having something to distract him i know he's gonna be so busy in like days yeah. he'll probably understand pretty soon he'll be like oh i get it i get it working full-time and a kid yeah this is a challenge actually yeah no he'll he'll be pretty hands-on from the from from day one totally um you know i i i do think that it would be a different story and, and most people probably don't know unless they've watched our instagram or we don't have a Instagram together, but, um, you know, I got to bust most of this stuff out every time we record. Um, and I think I have that mentality when it, when it comes time to edit, uh, I feel like, Oh, I got to get all this stuff out to edit. In reality, I don't, I just got to bust my computer out, you know, once we've actually done the recording and, and do it. And the worst part is if I don't do it within three to five days, I've forgotten almost everything we talked about. So now I actually have to listen to the old thing in detail. So uh, tonight we're going to try a new uh, recording situation here. But um, yeah, uh, once again, it's Wednesday, which is our either our date weekly night, recording day, weekly date night or yes. recording day. And I, I think our podcast recording has kind of been our, our date night for a while. It's true. We're too busy to have other date nights. We did have a good date night last week. We did. It was good. And I want to talk about that, but... Not yet? I'm going to get there, but... Okay. You know, you work nights, Thursday mm-hmm. through Saturday. This so, um, And let's just be honest, I'm too effing tired all the other nights. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday's, Wednesday's the go-to night. And uh, yeah, so last week we had a date night. Yeah, you want to hit that now? It was really nice. It was one really, you, uh, really nice. Why don't you run through uh, what we did? Yeah, we um, we had a babysitter, which we don't do a lot. That was nice. It was really nice. My um, sister came and babysat two nights in a row, actually. So that was nice. You had to work Tuesday, and I did like a little girls' dinner, which was so much fun. And then Wednesday we had a date night, mm-hmm. and. I showered. Uh, <laughs> Which is, look out. Big deal. Uh, did my hair, put on some makeup, and um, we went to... So, I, if you're familiar with downtown, we... Downtown just uh, opened... Well, initially planned <laughs> to open... In April, yeah. Yeah, a brand new, beautiful convention center hotel. Um, Lowe's Hotel. Something, can you remind me, something was going on where they couldn't open up on time. 
yeah, just it, it was COVID. Uh. <laughs> so, uh. yeah, um, April was, you know, really their big grand opening. And wah, wah. Mm. unfortunately, shit happened. Um, but they're open now. They've been open, I want to say, for like two months at this point. And so you can book a room. Um, but what we decided Stay-ish. to do, yeah, staycation, which we, we still need to do. We got to check yeah, out the room true. situation and the views up top and all of that. But, um, we walked over in the pouring rain, I might add. Uh, was not pouring on our way over. It was, uh, it was uh, still raining. I had my umbrella, but did. I didn't, it was raining and it's walking distance from our, our home. So we walked over and sat at the bar and the bar is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, not only like, is it aesthetically pleasing and just like seating is really great. The views are really great, uh, but the cocktails are so good. The bartenders were really great. Um, you know, socially distanced. They had their bar seating spread out. They have like a great lounge behind the bar that's soft seating. Um, but it's just a beautiful spot, really good cocktails. And then they have a restaurant there. It has not opened up yet. Um, but the bar was serving some of their items, which was delicious. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we had dinner there. Gosh. Uh, um, let's, what do, what did you have drink wise? I had a spicy margarita. It wasn't on their menu, but you asked for it and they made it. It was really good. Um, did I have? I think I started off with an old fashioned or horse feather. Horse feather. Horse feather. Um, gosh, I'm a sucker for that for for a horse feather. Um, they're so good if they're done right. Now, when they're done wrong, they're they're freaking garbage. You know what I mean? But a good old horse feather here and there, mm-hmm. it's delicious. So then we went to um, the drum room. Which, keep in mind, our intentions were to, to stay at the Lowe's Hotel the, uh, for maybe an hour and a half, two hours while we ate. And it's very casual, very chill. Um, I had some ambitious plans for the evening, uh, all within walking distance. I thought the next move would maybe head further into the crossroads and up, up down, which is like an arcade gaming deal-a-majig, which I thought would have been kind of fun. Um, and then in the night, somewhere closer to home well it was at that point full on thunderstorm like when when you check your app and it and you Monsoon. open it yeah you check your app and you open it and you're like looking for like okay how long is it gonna rain and it just says you're fucked so Pretty it, was, much. it was like well okay we should probably not go further away from home let's head back down and we are lucky enough to live one two blocks away from uh, the hilton president which features a very cool bar called the drum room mm-hmm. yep so we went to the drum room um I continued drinking margaritas. And I got my fave, the Pendergast. Yep. That's mm. your favorite drink there. Anyone that's from Kansas City knows about the Pendergast last name. If you're not from Kansas City, famous mobster back in the day, kind of ran the city, had a big, um, um, not a big hand to do. I don't know if that's even a phrase, but um, basically him and Harry Truman knew each other and he kind of had a hand in eventually Truman becoming the president one way or another. Anyway, uh, back in the old mafia days, he was the man. Um, probably not really that great of a guy, but listen, his name on a drink, delish. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we 
I think we had two drinks. I said, we're going to have two drinks and then I want to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had two drinks there and then we went to Johnny's over at Casey Live mm-hmm. to finish with a couple beers. Yeah. And that was really it. And you have to say, beer before liquor. Never been sicker. Liquor before beer. You're in the clear. I always thought it was have no fear, but we did it right though because we did the liquor before the beer. We had like one or two beers at Johnny's. It was the perfect mm-hmm. nightcap. Came home. I think the... The only downside of the whole deal, um, and it's not even a downside, but um, we left. I believe that night we left early enough. Didn't your did your um, didn't your Emma, your sister, and 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 your dad do bath time that night? Yes, they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, totally not their fault. But we, I installed a removable shower head um, because we give we only have a stand up shower, like a glass shower. That's all we have. So when sailor gets a bath, we've got an inflatable little bathtub for, her, and I put the, in, uh, removable shower head in there. So it'd be a lot easier to, to give her a bath. Uh, <laughs> so obviously when you put it back, you can put it back at pretty much any angle you'd like to. <laughs> it's almost three sixty. the next morning. I get Oh, up. I forgot about this. The next morning I get up to, uh, to go to work and, uh, you know, I'm half asleep and I open that, glass shower door and i reach in and i throttle up the old uh the old shower <laughs> water and that thing is aimed right at like my chin and chest and obviously it's cold i'm like good morning oh. yeah, i'm like whoa um i thought it was hilarious i walk out and i thought it was honestly i walked out and i'm trying to find kyla because i'm like that was a good prank and then it kind of wasn't a prank i know and then it kind of hit me like oh wait Wait, someone else gave Sailor a bath last night. It was our babysitters that are both <laughs> under five foot four. Yeah, yeah. So they were probably they probably had to throw that thing up there, but yeah. So yeah, it was a good date night. Yeah, it was nice to you know do something just the two of us. So, let's say we were on a date. Dun dun dun. And it was on a boat. And. The boat crashed, and since I, my swimming skills are barely above adequate. Are we like talking castaway style crashed? Exactly. So okay. like we're out in the middle of the ocean and deserted. Deserted, and the captain of the boat doesn't make it. Survivor mode. So you have to save me. You drag my obese body to a, a remote island. If that were to happen and you could only have five songs on some kind of device okay, that will doesn't need power or battery. All <laughs> so, right. So let's forget that. I don't even know what that is right now. Let's say it's some kind of solar powered iPhone or something. But anyway, you can only have five songs on there. And okay. then, of course, I have my five songs. So combined, not only do we have each other, we honey, get 10 songs. Not only do we have each other, honey. We've got 10 songs to listen to for anywhere from days, months to forever. Um, All right. What would your five songs be? Let's go one by one. Okay. And, and these are in no particular order. Okay. So you uh, hit me with uh, your first one. Okay. Hang on a sec. Uh-oh. She's rubbing her eyes like... Uh, well, I got to... You know, I'm thinking about it. She's either going to be embarrassed or... Or she's stressing. Oh, I'm not embarrassed. Mm. I have great taste in music. I, 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 I agree with that for the most I part. I was going to say, really, are you going to disagree with me? Mm-mm. Um. Okay. First one. 
Wait, do you want to make any predictions? How about... Or no. How about I'll guess how many, and you can make whatever, like, out of my five, you can guess wherever you want to, but I'm going to guess out of your five, how many of those are country? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to say four. Okay. And we'll, let's just let's just go through it. Then we'll then we'll, we'll we'll circle back. All right. Okay. Okay. What's your first song? Blink One Eighty Two, The Rock Show. Oh. Okay, and. Uh, why that song? I mean, it's a great song. It's a great song. I just, I feel like it's just like one of those songs that like everybody loves and it doesn't matter how old it is. It's just good every time you hear it. And it just like puts you in a good mood. Okay. All right. Um, well, you want to hear my first song? You got any guesses on like, like out of my top five, like, or is it going to mainly be country, rock, hip hop? I feel like, like you'll be like primarily like rock or hip hop, but like, like nineties hip hop. Um, mm. I could see like you and Wilkins are having like similar taste in like the hip hop okay. stuff. Like Biggie and Tupac? But you also played in a lot of bands and like were drummers. So then I'm like, maybe rock stuff. I don't know. Surprise me. All right. What's uh, number one? No particular order, but uh, number one is a band called the uh, Primitive Radio Gods. And the song's called Standing Outside a Broken Phone Booth with Money in My Hand. You don't remember that one? What? Do you, what? All right. Just take a listen. You'll remember this one. Absolutely not. Well, what year was that song? I can't remember. And I want to say, obviously, it was the late 90s. So you probably wouldn't. You probably listened to like Hanson at that point. But, you know. Oh, my gosh. Hanson's not on my list. Uh, I loved Hanson. But I kind of included that song because I feel like I'm going to be stranded on an island. And only got 10 songs. I want something to take me back to my high school <laughs> days and something that was, I mean, it was, it was popular for a few really? minutes, but I've yeah. never heard, I've never heard that song. Uh, I don't know why I like and, that song, but, and you admitted the other night that you have good taste in music. No, no, mm-mm. that's not what you said. Hmm. Do you remember what you said in Please. regards to music? You know, I, I pretty much do. Sailor, you were trying to get Sailor to, repeat some rhythms mm-hmm. and beats and 
you said, you know, with my love of music and your love of music. But you love music more. Yes. And yeah. I've never heard that song. So that could be our age difference. Could Remember, be. I am an elderly gentleman. Oh my gosh. You know? All right. What is your number two out of five songs? If you can only listen to five songs while stranded on a desert island. Okay. So this song is actually really new. It's newer. Um, if it's savage. No, okay. absolutely not. Okay. Um, it's a country song. Okay. And uh, it's called Give Heaven Some Hell by Hardy. I have yet to listen to that. What? Yeah, let's check it out real quick. Oh, it's so good. I hope you hit those gold streets on two wheels. I hope your mansion in the sky's got a 10-acre field with some mud and some hubs you can lock in. Make some thunder, make them wonder how you got in. Hide your beer, hide your clear from a man upstairs. Crank it loud, hold it down till I... All right, cool. I want this played, and I've already told my girlfriends, in case you die first. What? I want this song played at my funeral. Oh, dang. And by funeral, I mean celebration of life. Over your ashes, because you want to be cremated. Correct. Okay. Correct. That's interesting. It's a good song. Okay, what's your number two? Um, now, keep in mind, I'm going for variety here. I figure if I only got five songs, I need, I need a song for about every mood, right? Okay. So, uh, there is a country song for every move. I'm just going to put that out there, but go oh, ahead. Babe. There definitely is. There go definitely ahead, is. Babe. Um, I guess I need to get pumped up. Let's say like we're both hungry and I've got to like go kill an animal with my bare hands. You need some like really good, like talking into like really good, like I go get him tiger. I need some pump up. So I'm going to go. Is it I have the tiger? No, no, no. no. I don't need anything <laughs> corny. I need something just to get me enraged. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, Slipknot Psychosocial. You don't like that song? You would. It's not that I don't. It's not that I don't like it. It just like it, uh, it's predictable. I think. What for you? Slipknot has a billion good songs. And I'm not. I'm not saying. I guess I shouldn't say that the song itself, but like you having Slipknot. Mm. Now, I'm not. I'm not even a huge Slipknot fan. I just when I hear that song and just the. It's just like, awesome. And it gets me pumped up. 
And I can imagine if I had to go kill some kind of weird animal on a des- deserted island with my bare hands. Hey, I will appreciate it as I will be the recipient of yeah, while, your hard work. While you're sitting across the fire eating this freshly killed animal, you're just going to be like, psychosocial. <laughs> Gosh, I really hope that there's wine on this island at the rate this is going. I think we'd probably figure something out. I mean, it might not be technically wine, but we'd probably find some way to let something sit Agave, in the sun. Agave, plant, yeah. like whatever. we like just, just try everything and be like, oh, I got a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't break out in hives. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be okay. Oh, All okay. Right. This, are we on your third song now? Yep, my third song. All right, and one out of two live in country? Correct. Okay. Third song? My girl. T Swift. T Swift. Oh yeah, I, th- I thought maybe all five might be T Swift. No. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you guess which song? Um, only give me one hint. Is it a slower song or kind of a poppy song? Mm, poppy. It was off Red. Oh, I don't know all her albums. Uh, oh, I would say Bad Blood. No, that, I love that Bad Blood though. Bad Blood was not. Why? That's a good song. That was Reputation. I'm pretty sure. Bad Reputation. Okay, so what song? Great is fucking it? tour. Uh, Twenty two. Oh, that's like so cornball though. I know it really is, but I think. Wait, wait, wait first, let's take a quick listen. Okay, in case cool. You don't know. It feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. Okay. <laughs> it's it's not like it's not a great song. She's written so many good songs. Yeah. Like if you look at like the lyrics and the way she writes stuff, it's not a great song. But what I love about the song is it gives me so many good memories. No, absolutely. No, I I totally know what you're saying. And I think what if I can only listen to five songs on an island, I just want to picture Sheena being like singing 22 at the top of her lungs. Exactly. That's that's where my first uh, song with the uh, uh, Primitive Radio Gods comes in. It's like that will instantly, that's one of those songs that will, for me, will take you right back to right. a particular point. Same thing. I can, I've, I've heard Sheena personally yes. sing 22 so many times, terribly out of pitch. Um, it's not but, good, but it's but the she, best. But she doesn't care. No, that, that's what makes it so great. It's the best. She's not trying to sound good. She's trying to. She's trying to have a good time. Yeah, um, for sure. But that song's also like a, you know a huge bar song. Yeah. You know, and people still. It's, it's like Miley Cyrus part in the USA. It's like it's Ugh. it's not quite up there, but I'm saying like it's it's in that level to where there's like a there's like a John or not a John an age thing to where it's like it doesn't matter if you're right now just going to the bars at 21 
or if you're in your early 30s as a female, that song comes on and people kind of get wild just right. as much. So it's a. And it doesn't like, like, I'm going to be 32 this year and I'm going to fucking mm-hmm. blast that song around my birthday yeah. and just be like 32. 32. Yeah. You know, and one thing. <laughs> it doesn't and, matter. And like you were saying, is like, uh, you know, one thing about Miley, Miley Cyrus is she wrote a couple, well, she didn't, probably didn't write him, but, you know, her biggest song was probably in the USA. And then she pretty much lacked any really good, awesome songs. No one can talk shit on Taylor Swift's Absolutely songwriting ability. Not. So, anyway. Uh, What's your number three? Uh, my number three is when it's time to party in the island. And I want to get a little loose. Kenny Chesney? No. <laughs> Jeez. Any of his songs work, though. Swing okay. Corona. Okay, I don't want to take your moment. But I was thinking this morning when I was... Was it this morning or yesterday? What's today, Wednesday? It was yesterday. I was driving in and I heard Kenny Chesney on the radio. And I was like, I wish there was a device that I could install in my car literally just to never play Kenny Chesney songs, whether it's the radio, whether it's my phone, whether it's serious. Like, mm-hmm. it just never played Kenny Chesney and songs. Like, and keep in mind, we're, we're, we're rare. Unless... But we're, I'm on a beach. But we're rare because like most people love Kenny Chesney. I know. I know. It's wild. And I don't dislike Kenny Chesney. I respect his game because he 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 figured out how to be the 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 Jimmy Buffett of country and he yeah. ran with it. I just like, but I kind of grew up on Kenny Chesney and songs like uh, was it Me and You? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't Great think he's song. bad. No, he's not a bad artist. He just he for can, me, it's like a time and a place when I want to listen to his stuff, and I better yeah. be on a boat. Or in some sand. Yeah, and that's the only time I want to hear it. Because every song's going to mention sand, sandals, <laughs> beer, sun. Did I say beach yet? No. Uh, or Mexico. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, I, he hasn't wrote another ballad in about 15 years. Right, but, right. Okay. Sorry. Right, I didn't so, mean to derail. No, Number three for you. My third song, when it's time to turn up, I'm going to go with my man Ludacris. <laughs> What's your fantasy? Luda. I know every me word to this too. song. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Uh, uh. Yeah. So uh, you pick the most repetitive lyrics to. That's just the intro. To recite? No. Oh, okay. Got it. You're just introing it. When the dirty bird kicks the tree. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you don't know, if you don't know that song, here's a little Luda. bit. Luda. Here's a little bit of it. I wanna get lick, lick, lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna move. All right, what a great song. It's so good. I don't think there's anyone that is, you know, at least 30 or over that doesn't know every word to that song. No, and the thing is, like, when it comes on, it's just kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if you hear it every day. It's just like, it's one of those things you don't turn the channel. And No, and you can't, it's not a song that you, like, stop halfway through. Like, you listen to the first part of it's good or the last part. Like, it's just yeah. all good. Yeah. For sure. Like, you know, in the library, up on the books. <laughs> don't make it too loud. I can't remember all that, but uh, <laughs> I got to be in the rhythm. Anyway, okay, what's For your sure. uh, fourth song? Uh, number four, I'm going to take it back a little bit, is What You Gonna Do With a Cowboy mm-hmm. by my man Chris Ledoux. All right, here's some of that. See, you got your eye on this old cowboy And I can tell you never had one for your own Or you never been around one Now you're thinking that you found one Well, it might be kind of fun to take him home 
You giggle every time that I say yes, ma'am. And I get this feeling if I held you tight, you'd be seeing his and hers, buckles, boots, and spurs. But that feeling you'll get over, over tonight. Cause what you gonna do with a cowboy when that old rooster crows at dawn? When he's lying there instead of getting out of bed and putting on his boots and getting gone. All right, so so far uh, we are what three out of four country for you? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm getting close to nailing that one. Yeah. So you obviously you grew up a Chris Ledoux fan, right? Cause I of the, did. Cause of bull riding and because your your dad bull rode. Yeah. So my dad was a bull rider, and um, we went to the rodeo every week. He was a local bull rider. He wasn't like a, you know, like you see now where they mm-hmm. tour. But um, yeah, we went every week. And it's a boots and blood, man. Uh, out to the neon buzzard. It's the dust in the mud. <laughs> Not to mention the roar of the Sunday crown. <laughs> but it was, it, yeah, I grew up on him. I My mom taught me how to swing dance, taught me how to two-step, like all that stuff was like Chris Ledoux. She loved him. I've I've seen him live and um, yeah. It's cool. Great artist. Great artist. What you got? Uh... This one's kind of, I mean, maybe kind of predictable, but yes, being my age and everything, uh, I mean, I wanted to list a lot of like Rage Against the Machine because I just love a lot of rage, but um, I guess the machine, not like personally, I don't enjoy rage, but uh, one song kind of an offshoot of that band, Audio Slave, uh, I love the song Show Me How to Live. Okay. You know that one? Yeah, right, I let's, do. Let's play a little part of it. It's just a great song. Like I, I think that's one of those songs I can listen to like twenty times in a row because obviously Cornell the vocals are amazing and they just doesn't get old and the range in his vocal, but also it's just got a groove to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things where if I've only got five songs, I'm gonna need to be able to listen to those quite often. Yeah, and I want I don't want them to get old. So yeah, All that's right. so hard. It's just like it a hard. hard. Oh, I just got an email. You guys probably couldn't hear that, but it's, uh, I'm sure it's super important. Um, oh, it is at 9-11, though, so it's kind of weird. Um, all right, Never so we're forget. down to your last one. Okay. And 
Any prediction? <sighs> Man. All right. I'm going to assume it's country. Why would you assume that? Well, I'm not. Okay. But I mean, I guess four out of five. Am I right on that? Okay. So it's, it's, she was drink, yes. drinking wine, but yes, yep. so yes, four out of five of her selections are country, which is, <laughs> which is kind of good because we don't know yet, but maybe I don't have any country selections. Um, um, oh man, you know what? I didn't think to be this sentimental and I don't think you probably did either, but would it happen to be maybe like our first dance song? Are you looking at my phone? No. Yes, you are. I am not looking at her phone. I just, I just, or your phone. I just thought to myself, you know what? You're a liar. You're looking at my phone. I am not. I just thought to myself, like, if we're going to be on an island, it'd be kind of nice to have that song, I guess. I'm looking at her list now. Wow. Yep. John Langston Forever Girl. Wow. You knew four out of five were going to be country, and you knew my last one. I knew four out of five. I, I, okay, I, China. I, <laughs> China. I ha- honestly, I had not, I had not. You promise? Thought about that. I swear on everything. Okay. Last was, song is John Langston, Forever Girl. Take a listen. This was uh, our, our first song, our wedding. She's dancing in a field, a flower in her hair. Sitting on my town gate, I can't help but stare. The summer sun is shining on her tan skin. I can feel her love blowing like the wind. Yes, I can. We head out to the lake. And talking everything And sharing every little thought We take a dip in the water As the sun set on down It ain't nothing like her wet hair And a cricket sound It's a glass of wine To keep her sane and I love the sound of her full name Natural Southern beauty I can't explain what it does to me She's everything in my whole world That's my forever girl No, I, but I, great song Not only was it our first song at our wedding, like mm-hmm. our dance, but I didn't know what our first dance song was going oh, to yeah. be. I saved that, didn't I? Yeah, that was one of the things that um You're my forever girl. Yeah, you planned. Like mm-hmm. and we didn't talk about it. I said you know, music was really up to you. Like you picked our DJ, like you had all of that squared away. I mean, that's your thing. But first dance, the I knew what our first I'm burping. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what our first dance song was going to be when it started playing. And that was the song. And um, Travis Marvin sang it. And it was beautiful. Um, And what's funny is our friend Kelsey, she videotaped it and tagged John Langston in it. Oh, yeah. And he shared it. 
and it was and I it was really great. I just remember that. That's cool. From that night, but yeah, no, it just kind of hit me. I'm thinking that like, okay, she's down to her last song, you know, and so and just for for clarity, folks, you know, right before we started recording, literally five minutes before, I hit her up with this question about the five songs, so we had a little bit of time to think about it. And so it's not like we're just coming up with these off our hip because that'd be very hard to do. There's so many great songs out there. So many good songs. But I, th- I was thinking like, okay, it's her last song. What's, you know, and I don't know. I, actually, I was kind of just a guess, but. Good job, babe. Yeah. I'm, I think we're married for a reason. What's your last song? Uh, my last song is the only country song on my list. Hmm. And it's older. Okay. Um, not like. Merle Haggard older. Is this Brooks and Dunn? No. Oh, okay. I love Brooks and Dunn, but I needed one country song on there. Same thing that I could listen to over and over again. Of course. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go with uh, Garth Brooks' The River. Ooh. Okay. If you don't know this song, then stop listening to our podcast. No, just just here it is. like a river ever changing as it flows and the dreamer's just a vessel that must follow where it goes trying to learn from what's behind you and never knowing what's in store makes each day a constant battle just to stay between the shores and I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Like a bird upon the wind These waters are my sky I'll never reach my destination If I never try So I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Steve was like, I'm out. (laughs) He's like, I love that song, but I'm still out. Yeah, so, I mean, all right, so to reiterate, on my list, I had a primitive radio guy standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Some people are going to know that. Most people aren't. Slipknot, Psychosocial, Ludicrous, What's Your Fantasy, Audio Slave, Show Me How to Live, and Garth Brooks, The River. Good little mix there, babe. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Could you uh, read back your list? Just so, uh... Uh, sure. I had Blink-182. The Rock, Rock Show. Show. And uh, Hardy, Give Heaven Some Hell. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, 22. Chris Ledoux, What You Gonna Do With a Cowboy. And John Langston, Forever Girl. Man. Honestly, we'll be in, we'll be in uh, good shape. Not bad. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather just have my whole phone and all of my music that I've ever downloaded. That is true. That is true. Can I bring something up? Uh, it is pretty <laughs> much can. your podcast. <laughs> Sorry, rhetorical question. I can bring something up. I, so you mentioned something to me tonight when we were giving Sailor a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So some nights, not all nights, but tonight I decided to take a glass of wine into the bathroom while I gave Sailor a bath. Just a glass of wine. It sits up on the sink counter. So really, I I took a drink. She gets in the bathtub. 
I sit with her, mm-hmm. and then I take a drink once the bath is done. Yeah. And you mentioned something to me, and it made me like laugh out loud. Um, which, go ahead and like you just gave me like a snippet, but yeah. I want to know like what the full details were. Well, essentially, I was telling you that I saw some post shared about um, how um, something about uh, mom juice or mommy juice. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. which I think most of us refer to as wine. Wine. Um, or when we refer to it, we're talking about wine and how it was basically a bad thing. So I looked it up and uh, this has been a while ago, um, almost three weeks. But anyway, I'll try to quickly read this. It says, why mommy juice scares the hell out of me. I cringe every time I hear that term mommy juice or see a wine glass that says because kids. What about coffee until it's acceptable to drink wine? The messages from these funny memes, coffee mugs and rustic farm decors is that it's often used in response to relief from the stress of parenting work and running a household. The messages social media and marketing are delivering to moms who are trying to keep it all together is motherhood is hard. Drinking helps. Women are driving away from mommy meetups intoxicated with their kids. So that's already bullshit there. Anyway, speeding through bedtime stories with their children to get back to their wine. I'm here to tell you that alcohol is not a solution to your stressful job, kids, or social anxiety. I'm here... I'm not here to bash on moms who drink and enjoy all beverage, adult beverage. My message is to be mindful of why you're consuming a drink. Alcohol is a highly addictive substance that is socially acceptable many times, encouraged, legal, and cost-effective. So next time you're reaching for an adult beverage, ask yourself, am I drinking this to numb, unwind, or escape? If yes, what other tech activities could you engage in that would provide a similar relief? Motherhood is exhausting, messing, and chaotic. Embrace the chaos. This is a season that truly goes by in the blink of an eye. Our children don't want a perfect mom. They want a healthy, sober, and present one. First off, before you say anything, I'm going to say, hey, listen, bitch, you just described a drunk. Not 99% of the moms out there that have their little mommy juice after getting the freaking kid to bed. So give me a break. But anyway, I'm sure you have more to say. Well, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate your (laughs) input. Um, I would like to slap her in the face. Just like a little like. Well, considering she probably didn't drink. Wake the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Um, Considering she's probably always sober, it really hurt her. (laughs) It might. But, you know, since I have mommy juice, I'm just probably so irresponsible as a parent. As we sit here and stare at our child's monitor as we record this. Right. Um, I just like. And I hope that some moms that listen to this kind of sound off and give me some feedback because I will laugh with you. I will be frustrated with you because I can't even, I can't even like accept this. And, and (laughs) what I think is funny is that like, she probably posted this thinking like, oh, someone's going to take something away from this. Uh, No one's taking away anything from this other than the fact that you're probably fucking miserable. And or she's the type of person that has two glasses of wine and and has a hard time watching her kids the next morning because she's hungover. Sure, and that is okay. If you have a glass of wine or two glasses of wine and you cannot function the next day or you feel like shit the next day, yeah, you probably shouldn't drink. If I had ever been a person ever in my life to wake up hungover or feel ill, I wouldn't drink. I hate throwing up. I've probably thrown up six times in my life. If I ever did that, I would never drink because I don't want to feel sick. I don't want to feel ill. This is a, this is a, not a fair comparison, but it, it's no different than let's say, you know, on Tuesday nights, your thing is as a, as a 
uh, as the mom, you have you go play in a volleyball league. And yep. let's say you only do it once a week. And you don't drink, but you go and you play two, three, four games. And the next day is your day to stay at home with the baby or whatever. And you're sore as shit. Your legs hurt because you only do it once a week. Should you not do that? Because it makes your day of parenting harder? I don't know. You know, I'm not comparing that to to drinking. And What I'm saying is, like, if you're constantly sore because you play volleyball on Tuesdays and it makes your Wednesdays really crappy with your kid, maybe cut out playing volleyball on Tuesdays or do it more often to where you're in better shape. If having a couple glasses of wine as your child goes to sleep or as your child is asleep, if, if that messes with your parental Or duties, if my child's awake. Like, I, I don't want to... Listen, drinking... And driving with your child is yeah, one thing. That's it. That is one thing. Yeah. And there's just there's just no acceptance of being intoxicated and driving your child. I don't totally I don't care agree. who you are. Well, it sounds like this lady's also been in some stuff with the kids where she's probably not drinking, and she's seen a couple of moms have like a glass of wine, and she's naive enough to where where she assumes those those moms are intoxicated. She apparently doesn't understand anything about how blood alcohol content works. Right. So uh, maybe as a mother, she should get herself more educated because one day her kids are going to want to drink and she might want to have the knowledge and the information to be able to properly educate her children. Yeah. And mom to mom or just fucking human to human, if you tell your kids that something is bad and they shouldn't do it, guess what they're going to do? Do it excessively. Do it excessively. If you talk to them and have conversations with them and are real with them and can level with them, they're probably going to be a little bit more reasonable on the choices that they make. And that is just from my experience. Yeah. And I haven't said this yet on uh, this podcast, but hunted. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, though, this this got me fired up and mm-hmm. not fired up enough to like ruin my day because I see this shit all the time and this is going to go into like mom shaming babe and I'm so sorry but um it is a real thing like first off I don't care who you are I don't care how many children you have I don't care what grade you got in mothering because it's not even a fucking (laughs) thing but at no point is it okay for you to insert your suggestions, your advice, your opinions on how another person mothers or parents their child unless your advice has been sought out. Um, I see it all over social media. It's another reason I got rid of Facebook. Um, it's, It's just not necessary. Every child is different. Every parent is different. And I will tell you that I wake up Every single day between 5 and 6 a.m., I get up every day. I take, during those times, I take our dogs for a walk before our daughter gets up. I get myself ready. I tidy up our house. I then get her up, get her breakfast fed, get her, her, get her off. I go to work. I work a full-time job. I come home. I, and these are the days when you're not with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I get her dinner. I get her a bath and guess what? Usually around bath time, right before I'm going to put her to bed or play with her before bedtime or do story time, I pour a glass of wine. You know why? It tastes really fucking good and I'm home and it's time for me to relax. It's time for Sailor to relax. And 
during that time between that six and seven o'clock time period, my shoulders are still so tense from work, from commuting, from um, thinking about dinner, from thinking about the laundry that has to get done, from thinking about our dogs that have to get fed. I'm sorry, I'm rambling on. I can no. I, I can feel your frustration, but um, no, I just have something I want to interject. But like between all of that, like if I just sip a couple of glasses of wine and. Let me just be clear. It is not like, oh, if I just take a hit, I'm going to be better. My shakes are going to go away. No, it's the wine tastes good. Yeah. The wine tastes really good. And it makes my shoulders go from like super stiff to like relaxed. And then I get to enjoy playtime. I get to read, if it's Sailor's Way, six books (laughs) before we go to bed, have a bottle and go to bed. And that's just what but I like to do and what having, she likes to do. She's having the bottle and goes to bed. <laughs> right. Correct. Yes. Now, I am uh, not having the bottle. She is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really no, di- I mean, it, it, everyone's such, uh, is so unique. Um, I, I was going to say there's no right or wrong answer, but there's definitely some wrong things you can do as a parent. You know, we all know that there's crappy parents out there, but as far as the most normal parents, Yes, some moms choose to have a couple glasses of wine at night to wind down. Some moms choose to run a nice bath, and they go sit in the bath. You know what's harder to do? Um, get out of a soaking bath and get together without slipping on the floor to go pick up your crying child compared to setting down your glass of wine. You know what I mean? Touche. So it's like every, everyone has their thing. So, it, you know, should we start shaming people to have mommy time, whether that be a bath or whether that be sitting on the back porch reading a book? And you know what I mean? It's all freaking bullshit. Like you're either a good parent or you're not. And if you're a type of person that literally has two or three glasses of wine and suddenly you turn into a shitty parent, you're a a shitty parent regardless. Right. And or you have a fucking drinking problem and just shouldn't fucking drink. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like, think about all the parents that step outside to have a cigarette. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like, it's all, it's all horse crap. And the fact that she, you know, she made this long post and I, I saw a couple moms share it and listen, you know what? I know a lot of people that don't drink. They just don't drink. And that's awesome. I respect that. N- nothing wrong with that at all, but I'm sure you guys do something, something. Totally. Relax. And I'm sure you, maybe you probably don't do it to excess. And the only time my wife over here likes to drink to excess. Drinking is an addiction. Guess yeah. what? If tomorrow someone was like, you know what? You can't drink anymore. I'd be like, cool. Yeah, it's like the second you find out you're pregnant, you know? But, right. But, you know, the only time that you go, go overboard is whenever you know you have no responsibilities. No responsibilities. You know? And that's what's... And sometimes awesome about you being Irish. I cry the next day when I walk my dogs tipsy and I know that I was stumbling a little bit to walk my dogs. And that's usually because your shoe, shoe choice. Typically my shoe choice. So I'll, ne- I'll never understand like totally taking a 180 here, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, why do you, and I'm asking you as a man to oh, a female, okay. you know, for the most part, guys dress to be comfortable mm-hmm. and so do I <laughs> and oftentimes um, I mean guys can dress up and look good for you know for like whenever I wear a suit um, it's not exactly comfortable it's not my thing um, maybe I'm not used to it you know whatever but 
you know, on the weekends you see girls that go out and, and nine out of ten guys I see look very comfortable. Then you see like I don't know I'm gonna put a percentage on it, but you see the, these girls like in dresses that look like they're just like, ugh, I hate the way this feels. And then of course they're wearing like the high heels and it looks like it's a challenge to walk <laughs> on them. So because we live in the modern age, okay. I can make an assumption, but I would I would get berated for that. So do women get dressed up and wear uncomfortable shoes or or an uncomfortable dress? Um, and let's just hypothetically say we're well, no, I'm not even gonna say single or married or whatever. Is it to impress anyone? Is it to impress girls? Is it to impress men? Or is it just to feel good? Like, explain that to me. So. This answer has um, caveats. Is that the right word? Yeah. So I would say that from probably, and I'm I'm going young here, but like 16 to 21, mm -hmm. you get dressed up, like you put on a pair of heels and a cute dress. You are dressing for the opposite sex. Okay. 16 to 21. 22 to 20. Let's just say 22 to 30. Okay. 22 to 30. It's a long age gap, which I think people change dramatically from 25 to 26. But 22 to 30, uh -huh. you are dressing for yourself and your girlfriends. Like, it is all about females. It has nothing to do with guys. Really? Yeah, I think so. We could even... I, I, there's probably, like, a threshold there. Like, it could be it could be 22, it could be 25. No more than 25. And, of course, we're assuming that it, you're going out in a group of girls. Because I'm sure if you're going out on yeah, a date, I things mean, change a little bit, right? Sure. Yeah, definitely. I got news for men. If there are men listening, um, girls that go out with their girlfriends. That's you, DJ Laser. No, this has nothing to do with him. No, no, no. Maybe he, his he, younger self. No, no, I'm saying like you said that if there's men listening, I know he listens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, Steve, <laughs> Eric even sometimes listens. But girls that go out, I, I hate to break this to you. We're not going out to find guys. At no point from the time that I was 21 years old mm -hmm. and older did I go out with another girlfriend or a group of girls to find guys. At no point. Oh, no, yeah. Not a single night did I think, I'm going to pick up some guys. No, and, and, and you know, newsflash, babe, uh, guys know this. <laughs> Do they? Because Absolutely. I feel like no. guys in relationships are like, well, why do you want to go out with your girls uh, well, to fucking go out with my girls? Well, maybe maybe if like you're in a relationship with a girl and she's going out with the girls, like when you're young, naive, and insecure, of right. course, you think the worst things. But no, no, no. When you're a, a single man, especially in your 20s, you know for a fact that there's, there's the, now, I'm not going to say all, but most girls do not set out that night with the intention to meet a dude. No, never. Or anything like that. Now, and when they hit on us, we're fucking annoyed. Oh, yeah. Like, that's like, you know. Annoyed. You'll, you, I, I can't think of a single time I 
walked it like the whole buy a drink or yeah were you lee bryce's like, new Ugh. song one of them girls nailed it yeah but so but that's you know I, from a guy's point of view not even talking about like girls going out and doing that but like i, I remember there would be so many times us guys would be like all right we're going out and we're all like in our early 20s and single and you know We'd be like, oh man, we'd all be talking like, man, and you know, one of your one of your douchebag friends or your douchebag self, because you're, like, let's face it, most of us when we're in our early twenties are freaking douchebags. Mm. Um, I had a chin strap beard, douchebag. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you go out and no, you you don't maybe you don't say to your buddies that, man, I hope I meet a girl tonight. But in the back of your head, you're you're hoping you meet a girl that night. You know what I mean? It, your night's not going to be a failure if you don't, but man, it'd be a huge home run if you did. And every single time you pick out your best clothes and you put on the cologne and you get all cleaned up and you go out. But didn't that make you feel good? No. Huh. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you felt like, okay, I mean, if, if you have self-confidence, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm looking good tonight. But it's like, but we also know, like, at least I did that, you know, I don't care how good I look that night. Like I'm not walking around amongst all these females that are just like, please let a good looking guy that's six, <laughs> five walk by right now. Yeah, with no. blue eye. You know what I mean? No. But mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, almost every time I would actually have someone hit on me, it was those nights that like something happens, whatever you get off work late, you don't have a chance and you're literally like, you didn't get to shower before you go out. You don't really feel that good about how you're looking. You didn't have a, you didn't put any special clothes on. You're out and about wearing some like shitty ass t-shirt and jeans. And that's when you meet somebody or that's when someone hits on you. It's just like, it's the weirdest thing. It's kind of like, um, uh, like mojo, you know, like if you seek out, like if you, if you go out with the intention of finding a girl, never going to happen. If you go out like, you know what? I'm going to have a good time with my boys tonight. Don't even care about chicks. Boom. Chicks. <laughs> it's the weirdest freaking thing. And I think, historically speaking, it's always going to be that way. Like, you know, like men are so much more disgusting in so many ways than women. Um, when it comes to like relationships and, and hooking up and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Like if it's closing time at a bar and you're a 22 year old dude and all of a sudden like your priorities and you, and you're like, you know, you're like, Oh, I only date seven ups. Oh yeah. At this point you don't even have a number anymore. You know what I mean? Like some guys can be that way. Girls, they maintain their standards. It, totally. It, 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 you have to be. And girls, standards should elevate a little bit because some of them drop them when they start drinking and that's just like that's a drinking problem but but they bear, i mean they they do a little bit but like not not much not definitely not as much as guys are willing to guys are willing to be like you know they got their bottom like okay listen i will not I, here's my here's well, my yeah love. that's because guys are fucking desperate and that leads to much bigger issues than we have but yeah no i think that girls I think that girls just need to be more confident in what you have to offer. Because guess what, ladies? The men aren't getting shit without us. So just, you know, think of that. Well. I took that to a new. Guess what, world? <laughs> you're not getting any we more. We run human, the world. You're, you're not getting any more <laughs> human beings without 
boys and girls. So, you know, both are kind of important. I know what you're going to say is you have Mm -hmm. to have the female body to actually produce the child. Correct. And we get us make vials and vials of semen. But what are you going to do? You going to force it out of the men? No, you still could. They do it with animals. Well, gosh. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, and you know me. Now you know why so many men are terrified hey. of having a female president. <laughs> I don't think that's why men are terrified of a female president. I think men are terrified of a female president because of their emotions and the fact that every other country's leader would eat them alive. Could you imagine? Oh. Could See, you imagine some of these other countries sitting down with a female and being like, Fuck you. <laughs> well, like the ones that don't respect females. Yeah. Correct. Like yeah. Saudi and I'm not Arabia, saying it's right. Sure. I'm just saying that that's the way that the world is. Yeah. Unless we have the right female. Like me. You'd be pretty. Well, I mean, besides your lack of political experience, you'd be pretty good at right. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no political experience at all. Yeah. Now you need someone that's kind of a badass. Totally agree. We don't have anybody like that yet. Nothing I've seen. Mm-mm. Anyway. Good chat, babe. Yeah. Decent little chat. Yeah. So tell that girl she can uh, kick rocks, and I'd love to grab a drink with her sometime. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say it wasn't her post. She shared the post. Oh, oh, well, that makes it better. Yeah. Um, mm. Probably just because she doesn't drink. And now yeah. I think about it, when I knew her way back in the day, she was a really bad drinker. So that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's, you know what? It's unfortunate to be a bad drinker. Um, I'm not, so I can't relate. Mm -mm. You're a really good drinker. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good. Me. I I would agree, babe. Um, well, anything else you'd like to talk about on episode 10? We've, we've reached the, uh, the, uh, yeah, I think we're there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, We'll just keep plugging away. Yeah. Um, I do want to, who, who are we mentioned in this podcast? We, uh, we mentioned Travis Marvin. T Marv. Uh, uh, Michael Laser Lackey. D- DJ Laser. Sheenster. Oh, the old Sheenster. Yeah. Steve. Steve. Stove. I'm, I'm, it's my mission to mention him in every episode because, you know. Are we going to change his name now that he's about to be a dad from his nickname is Stove? Mm, that can we, can, yeah. Can we change it to Stad? <laughs> I'm gonna run that one by them. Okay. I'm gonna did run it by run, them. Did anyone run stove by him? No, it just turned into that because of bridesmaids. <laughs> yes. You know the airport scene. Yeah. Stove. <laughs> That's how it came about. That is funny. I did not know that. Yep. Well, so, I'm excited for the next episode. Um. My fingers are crossed. So Jason and I are taking a quick little trip to visit some friends. Um, Location unmentioned. Yep. It is like a a top secret little trip. So Mm -hmm. we're not going to share where, we're not going to share who, but I'm hoping that I can get some of them on here because it will be a hoot of a fucking time. Gosh, there's the F-bomb again. It'll be the... Uh, I'm trying to be better about the F-bombs, friends. Um, I know that my mouth is not the cleanest. After listening to the last couple of episodes, I realized that. Just that mommy juice. 
Oh gosh, I'm such a bad person. No, but uh, yeah, um, hanging out with all the friends will be a uh, will be a deal. Yeah, a deal, as they say. Yep. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Moms, weigh in, please. I want to hear it. Give me your feedback. Give me questions. Give me topics because I think there's a whole thing we could go down for sure. So, love you guys. Cheers. Honey. Cheers. And as always, we welcome the feedback, good and bad. If it's bad, just keep it to yourself. Uh, <laughs> That's no. not true. I want to hear if it's bad. Yeah, no, we want to hear everything. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're an open book. Yeah. Except for chapter 69. <laughs> Gosh, she's dumb. Love you, sweetheart. All right. Love you. Bye. Um, actually, you know what? You know, what's really cool is if we keep talking for just a few more seconds. So anyway. Love you. Bye. And great episode. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bradley buzzed.